Your generous support is the only thing keeping this show going. I rely on the support of my listeners to keep creating content. And you don't have to sign up for one of the Patreon plans. I know some of you really don't want another monthly payment you have to manage. But if you believe in my work, please consider sending a one-time gift at lesbianromantic.com support. Every dollar counts. Whether it's buying me a coffee or an entire bag of specialty coffee beans, your gift will be used to create another episode like this one. Thank you so much for helping me out. Lesbianromantic.com slash support. Before we get started this week, I have to get something off my chest. And it's especially for my American listeners. As you know, probably know, we've recently had this little thing called the Brexit here in Europe. Oh, not the Brexit again. I know, but just a minute, because this is important. Brexit happened because a lot of people who were against the Brexit didn't go vote. They thought they'd already won. They thought it was a done deal. But the next morning, they woke up and they were on their way out of Europe. There was nothing they could do to change that. It was too late. So my request is, my dear American friends, please, don't skip this one. Don't skip this election. Go vote. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is The Blogger Story, Part 19. was smiling. She was smiling a lot. She tried to hide it. People would think she was on pills or something. She wasn't the smiling type, you see. But the truth was, she felt better than she had in a long time. Scratch that. Emily felt lighter, stronger. She knew it was silly. She tried to not think about why she was smiling so much. When she thought about that, the smile dropped from her face. And for now, she just wanted to keep it there. This feeling was too good to spoil with annoying but reasonable questions. Like, what the hell was she doing? And did she realize what kind of risk she was taking? Or why was she threatening her reputation and everything she had worked for? It was best not to dwell on those things for now. Emily leaned back in her chair at the head of a meeting table in the Brussels office. Her arms stretched out in front of her. She just had a long meeting with the European Research and Development Team. Emily had been at the Brussels office for over six months, having this same meeting every week. And she had worked with most of the people who just left the conference room for years. But their meetings were never energetic. They weren't inspiring. They were professional and efficient. But today, something had been different. Today, Emily had smiled. She'd smiled because she felt great. And because she was proud of her team's accomplishments. 
they'd finally nailed something she had wanted to launch for a very long time. It was a big thing. But they had done that before. She'd taken it for granted then. She always had an about-time-you-figured-that-out attitude. Probably because she often still came up with the original ideas and designs herself. And her team would follow up on them. Starting the research, organizing the tests, slowly improving the ideas slightly. It wasn't easy to impress Emily. Today, when she'd been happy and enthusiastic, she could just feel her team getting energized as well. They'd even had a short animated brainstorm on a new concept. Everyone had left the room beaming and eager to get back to work. She caught herself chewing on the tip of her pen and put it down. Her next meeting was in this same meeting room, and she had decided to just stay put during the 15-minute break. A heavy feeling suddenly filled her chest. She stared at the large window on the other side of the room while she looked for the original thought in her mind. What had triggered the sudden gloominess? It took her a while to figure out what it was. She felt regretful. That was it. Regret. She regretted being so tough on her team these last months, or years even. She regretted taking their hard work for granted. Emily had not been supportive for a long time. She had let her personal negative emotions dictate her professional behavior. She'd become distant, flat, too focused on efficiency and optimization, instead of the thrill of inventing new things. And that was their job. She would have to change. This was a personal and professional trap. The team needed her energy. Emily got up from the chair. She was too annoyed at herself to stay put. She walked over to the window. After studying the traffic chaos on the streets below her for a bit, she looked down at her feet. Her classy, high-heeled shoes suddenly seemed like foreign objects to her. She let her eyes wander over the gray pants of her business suit. The thin, black leather belt she was wearing... She even pulled back her blazer and inspected her white, impeccable blouse. What had she become? The outfit suddenly looked like a costume to her. The uniform of... <laughs> she smiled a bit at this thought. The uniform of a corporate hard-ass. She'd become one of those people. She suddenly realized something. When she got named VP... She started playing the role she thought women had to play when in power. Hyper-professional, impeccable, and most importantly, without emotion. I'm sick of this. All this smiling was having an impact on her. Or rather, the reason I'm smiling so often is having an impact, she thought. And she knew damn well what she was smiling about. It was her conversation with Leah two days ago. It had been so difficult at first. She had felt so upset. And then, when she was about to hang up and scold herself for bothering Leah, everything had changed. She still grinned when she thought about Leah's unexpected words. 
I missed you. I'm so angry at you for leaving me behind in that hospital. And I've been so sad because I, I really needed to talk to you about what happened. And you left. You left me alone with that Anna. I missed you too. Emily thought she was going to faint. She could hear her own words. She could feel her lips moving. But admitting to Leah she'd missed her, it was making her head spin. She raised her eyes and looked at the laptop screen with Leah on it. The blonde blogger was staring at her. Her eyebrows raised, her lips slightly parted. Oh, she finally said. The corners of Leah's lips curved upwards. Emily could see Leah's green eyes were sparkling now. God, she was beautiful. Even on Emily's laptop screen, the woman seemed to glow. Emily wanted to touch the screen and trace the lines of Leah's face with her fingertips. It was a good thing this was a video call. Emily could stop herself from touching a screen. She wasn't so sure if she could stop herself from touching Leah if she was here right now. Despite the thousands of miles between her and Leah, electricity seemed to crackle in the air around her. But then, Emily remembered the picture of Leah smiling with her arms wrapped around another woman. It popped up in her mind like an annoying commercial in the middle of a great movie. Emily instinctively rubbed the heel of her palm against her chest. The electricity was gone. The ache was back instead. Whoa, what was that? Leah asked. Emily blinked. Huh, what? You just shut down again, Leah said. Emily started to fidget. This was not where she wanted this conversation to go. But she did want to know about the other woman. Why would Leah say she missed Emily? Wasn't that odd and inappropriate? if she was in a relationship with someone else? Emily didn't like this. It wasn't the kind of behavior she expected from Leah. Earth to Emily, Leah said softly, a kind expression on her face. Emily glanced around the room nervously while she made up her mind. Yes, she tried to find out about this other woman without revealing her intent. I hope I... Haven't interrupted anything tonight, she said. Leah frowned a little. Like what? Emily felt heat spreading across her cheeks, but best to push forward now. I I don't know. Um, things you do in the evening, like dinner or a date? Leah held her gaze for a second, then raised her hand in front of her mouth but Emily could still see the wide grin behind it. Okay, she's laughing at me now, she thought. Just great. This was all too uncomfortable. She needed to wrap this up and go hide under her bed or something. Sorry, it's none of my business. I'll let you go now. It's okay, Leah replied, her hand now running through her hair. You didn't interrupt. My date was over. 
Emily flinched. So Leah was on a date. She was seeing someone. We've been seeing each other for a couple of weeks now. Emily sat back, unable to hide her defeat. But tonight, she told me I was clearly not that into her and should probably do something about what I'm feeling for someone else. Emily's eyes shot up to meet Leah's. You. She couldn't say the rest. But Leah read her mind. No, I'm not seeing anyone. Despite her horrible and failed attempt at being subtle about this, Emily had to stop herself from smiling. But boy, had she smiled and grinned as soon as their call ended a couple of minutes later. And she hadn't stopped smiling since. She hadn't talked to Leah again, but just this morning, she'd come up with an excuse to send her a message. <laughs> Maybe I should send it now. She'll get it when she wakes up. Hmm. The sound of approaching footsteps pulled Emily back into reality. She immediately let go of her suit jacket. Apparently, she was still holding on to it, while lost in thoughts about Leah. Emily spun around, lifting her chin and switching back into her confident persona. Miss Harris? A young woman stepped into the meeting room. Yes? Emily didn't recognize her. She was annoyed at being interrupted. The girl abruptly froze when she met Emily's cold stare. Ah, uh, I was asked to inform you of a call. Emily quirked a dark eyebrow. They couldn't reach you on your smartphone, Miss Harris. The girl added carefully. Emily didn't understand. She glanced at the meeting room table to find her smartphone. It wasn't there. She tilted her head, tried to remember where she'd left it. Oh, shit. Probably in her office. Well, that was a first. She quickly walked over to the table to gather her things. Thank you. I'll get back to my office to take the call. The girl just nodded and hurried out of the room. Emily tucked her notebook and papers under her arm and headed for the elevator to the upper floor. She was in her office two minutes later, walking straight to her desk to grab her phone. Four missed calls, she noted, all from a number at the U.S. headquarters. That can be good, Emily thought. She hit the callback button while she sat down in her office chair. After just one ring, a high-pitched voice answered, Miss Harris? Yes, I'll put you through to Mr. Sanders immediately. Mr. Sanders? Eric Sanders was the grandson of the original founder of Sanders Tank and its current CEO. He was a very serious man, despite being only 44 years old which was relatively young if you were at the head of an international corporation. Emily was in touch with him almost every day, but always through emails or scheduled video conferences. This kind of call was unusual. Emily, Sanders said. Eric, so sorry to get back to you so late. No problem. Look, Emily, something has come up. I need to talk to you in person. Emily straightened, her skin tingling. This was something big. You want me to fly back to the States? She asked. Yes, as soon as you can. Emily pinched the bridge of her nose. 
She could probably get a flight later today if she hurried. Okay, I'll get on a flight ASAP. Thanks, Eric said. Oh, Emily, you should probably check out of your hotel in Brussels. Chances are I'll need you here in the coming months. Now Emily was even more surprised. She doubted there was good news waiting at the other side of the ocean. But it was clear Eric was not going to give her any more information right now. So she needed to get going. Okay, Eric, I'm going to the hotel right now. And I will let your assistant know about my flight. Thanks, Emily. I'll see you soon. Eric hung up before she could reply. She put the smartphone on her desk and closed her laptop. She'd go and pack her stuff in the hotel straight away. I would call the travel desk of Sanders Tech on her way over to book the flight. As she put her laptop and notebook in a leather briefcase, her mind racing to come up with explanations for the surprise trip, an unexpected thought occurred to her. Maybe going to the States wasn't so bad after all. She'd be closer to Leah. They'd be in the same time zone. Emily walked out of her office, carrying the briefcase and her coat folded over her arm. United States, here I come, I guess. Emily was smiling broadly. Again. This was part 19 of The Blogger Story, and episode 32 of the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope I'll see you next week. <laughs>